Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Here's Our Take, episode... 65. 65. Here we are. A little bite-sized episode for you guys this week. It's kind of been a light... Midge. Light uh, movie-going experience recently. Not really. Eh. I saw some good movies. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few. But coming yeah. up, I mean, it's it's been we're kind of in like no man's land right now. God, it's kind of what weird. The hell? So, September but anyway, sucks. We got a great episode, so yeah. let's just go on right into the five. Okay. Five new facts that have come out. I'll start us off. Uh, so this is Marvel news off the um, Comic Con that happened in San Diego. So Kevin Feige says that Fantastic Four will not be an origin story. They know the origin story. They know the basics. So let's bring them something that they've never seen before. Thank you, Kevin. I am totally down for that. I mean, yeah, we've had, I mean, how many? Three, four Fantastic Four movies in the last 20 years. So I lost track. Yeah. All, I'm just just give me Emily Blunt and give me John Krasinski. That's all. I'm That's asking. all we That's want. All we, we don't want, care. People. They could be working in a candy store. I don't care store. what you're saying, Kevin Feige. Just <laughs> give the people what they want. We don't Come care. On. We don't care what they're doing. Who the bad guy is. <laughs> no. Just give us the people. Yes. The pretty people. Yes. So speaking of pretty people. Oh, good segue. Good segue. <laughs> did you guys see little? And you know, it's I don't know what it is about Jason Momoa, except he's a he is a beautiful human being. I mean, Mitchum really is a man. It, I oh, mean, yeah. Really, oh, yeah. Is, oh, yeah. I mean, he's, got, just, he's got it all. I don't know about He's like person. the rock with hair. I mean, well, I don't know. He, there's just, and I don't know about him personally. I'm sure I don't agree with any of his politics. I don't care. But just <laughs> looking at the human, and maybe it's the hair. I don't know. Anyway, he has confirmed, and you know I love this, that my boy Ben is going to come back as Batman in Aquaman 2. But wasn't all the talk originally Michael Keaton? Well, I think Michael heard? Keaton was actually supposed to be in the Batgirl show that oh, recently yes, just got canceled. That. He was going to come back in that. I am and not then I think by there that was at also all. Are you? What? The Batgirl cancellation. Oh, I, I do not care one bit. No. I didn't either. I, I am People so are making a big deal about the CW it. shows right now. They're yeah. all like intertwined. Like it's just too much. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he and he was also Michael Keaton is also supposed to be old Batman in the Flashpoint movie with Flash. He like travels to the future and stuff like that. Oh, but okay. With Ezra Miller being but Ezra Miller being Ezra be Miller in well, prison. You know, so yeah. Flash but anyway, is kind so of on I'm, it was a cute picture of them. I'll put it on our yeah. story or our um yeah. our you know what after I don't our, mind Batflash. I'm, yeah. I'm all about Batflash. Yeah. Bring it's it a on. cute picture of the two of them together. So right. I'm excited. All right. So we got more DiCaprio's course Scorsese teaming up, of course, as they do. Yeah. In a new movie called The Wager. It's a story following the trial to uncover the truth of what happens on an island after a crew of British, sh- uh, the crew of a British ship crash on it. It'll be on Apple TV. And he's, I, I, he signed a deal with Apple TV, right, to do a bunch of. I thought Scorsese did. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I don't know because okay. the next one. Remember, we talked about it. It was the Devil in the White City. Yes. And remember, it's Scorsese. Leonardo and Keanu Reeves. Yes, that's right. That's and that's right. Hulu. Hulu oh, picked that okay, up. okay. And that's Maybe that's kind what I've been of. in the news too. But we made it news. Yeah. On episode like fifty four, yeah. we talked about that. Yeah. 
But I am excited to see that. Can you remember it's about the architect mm -hmm. and the World yes. Fair, and then there's yes. a serial killer yeah, running around. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. But this but, wager movie, I mean, anything DiCaprio and Scorsese do will be well fantastic. in history and, and a British history related. Yeah. And I'm assuming we're it still is. waiting for Killers of the Flower Moon, oh which should be gosh, coming out soon. Right. It got pushed back or I something. I don't know where that's at. I don't know. I have no and idea. And you know, we used to get nightly updates on our local news channel because oh, yeah, they shut down. Here. Our town called Pahuska. Pahuska. They shut it down and was and they were all up there. So they, I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard anything. So. I haven't either. So, yeah. um, what so. else is exciting? Though? So, <laughs> the the movie of the summer, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, yes. has become the seventh highest grossing film domestically of all time, passing Titanic. And domestic, the last time domestically, domestically. Yeah, let's make sure. Not of all, not just domestically. Yeah. And so last time we checked, it was ninth. So it has slowly been creeping up the oh, leaderboard. So exciting! Still hasn't been released in China and Russia, I believe, as the time of this podcast. Oh, really? You don't? Which is it just, hasn't? I don't think so. Last I've heard, oh. which is just amazing because, and I mean, again, this—if you haven't seen Top Gun, a, what are you doing in your life? And b, like, this is the movie of the year. This is the move. This is the 2022 movie. Yeah, and I mean, let me tell you, there is absolutely nothing coming out until "Don't Worry, Darling" on September 23rd. So this is your chance, kids. Yes, go see Top Gun. Yes. Go I'm get taking a friend up. of mine that hasn't been yet. Go see Thor again. Yeah, definitely. And I'll talk about another. We movie. got a few other movies I've yeah. watched. So that we're going to talk about. Okay. Later, so. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. I am not excited about the name. Peeps, get with me. Let's rename this movie. Currently, it's called The Bike Riders, and I don't mean a 10-speed. <laughs> okay, but let me tell you about it. It's my boy Tom Hardy, Jodie Comer, who is freaking She's everywhere. She's everywhere right now. And little Elvis. Oh, yeah. Austin Butler. Yeah, he's and, hot but, right now, too. Um, and it's by writer-director Jeff Nichols. Ring a bell? Yes. He did Mud. He did Take Shelter. He did Loving. Mm. And so he is this, the, the book, it's based on a book by Danny Lyons, okay? And, you know, of course, I seen Tom Hardy and I see a motorcycle club. I got to dig, dig, dig. So that's all I did this morning. But it follows a Midwestern motorcycle club over the course of a decade and how they evolved, evolved into like a sinister gang. Kind of makes me think of the Hells Angels. Yeah. Isn't that the yeah. bike club? Mm -hmm. Well, and like I said, it's inspired by the book that Danny Lyon wrote. And it was first published in 1968. And it explores firsthand stories oh. and the personalities of the Chicago Outlaws Motorcycle club and that guy Danny Lyons he was in this he was a part of this group for four years and so he helped um, Jeff Nichols write this movie. Interesting. So, see, I think it's going to take place in, like, the late 60s. Yeah, that'll be cool. Oh, my gosh. That'll be awesome. And, you know, if I, you know, I have a handful of people that I 
keep tabs on and Tom of course Hardy of course is one of them and this he's been attached to our motorcycle movie oh, for yeah. many years now oh yeah and he'll so fit this right in it. for that yeah and I oh my gosh it's it couldn't be per it just couldn't be and can you even see little Austin Butler oh for sure being in, oh yeah yeah, yeah I, mean, I think he could do it really well uh, it's I'm so excited yeah so excited okay what's next that was a five that was Good five job. so now we're gonna go on to weekly watches a lot of stuff catching up yeah, on. Yeah, it's, um, it's kind of a little light. I even have a new show that I've been watching. It's uh, crazy as it may sound. Okay, so, yes. But you go ahead. Okay, well, just real quick. All I want to say is I wrapped up Blackbird. And it just, and it was just amazing. Please, you know, it's difficult to watch, but watch it for Taryn Egerton. Yes. He has grown up. And oh my gosh, you guys, I told you last episode, Ro- Leota. Ray Leota. Oh, that's right. He was in that show. And it just, and he's so sickly and <sighs> ill in the show. And, and he, and I was, and he, at one point he was even in the hospital because he has strokes and he looks 80. And I thought, oh my God, are they going to kill him in the show? They didn't. Okay. But I'm telling you, you guys, what solidified this show for me is the very, I love it at the end of a show when they show the people and like what they're doing today. So yeah. it really was based on true short. Yeah. And then the last scene of the of the movie or the miniseries was the real guy who Taron Egerton played and the real guy who was like the serial murder kid guy. Mm. And it and it was spot on. Casting was spot on. I highly recommend this on Apple TV. It's very difficult to watch. I mean, it's really not. I mean, because it's literally just conversations. Yeah. They don't yeah. show him doing any of it. Okay. But That's it was bad. just and it was so good to see Greg Kinnear in it you oh, know it was wow, so yeah. good to see him yeah wow. so okay so mitchum tell us about your new watch yes yes so there's a new show on netflix that came out it's 10 episodes it's called the sandman it's based on neil gaiman's graphic novel of the same name sandman and um it just it follows you know it's the sandman who is the, the king of dreams, dreams and everything and his lord morpheus he has been he was captured for a hundred years by a novice magician and he's having to, and he had all of his things stolen and his realm decayed and he's having to deal with the repercussions of this and he's got siblings like lucifer and desire and love and everything and um there's it's a bunch of different folklores kind of wrapped into one um john the constantine family like john constantine is mentioned oh and everything yeah keanu reeves, keanu reeves but it's joe it's joanna constantine so it's a girl Okay. Played by Jenna Coleman, who was in Doctor Who, and I love. She was fantastic. She's in episode three. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm only so on yeah. episode two. So, yeah, my wife and I are in episode three. There's ten episodes. Um, the visuals so far, are so amazing. Good. The yeah. visuals on the show, great. The the lead guy is phenomenal. Yes, I he love, because they're like... They're well, like, and I love what they... They're Enlist, which are like gods, basically. Yeah. And he's just got this very, like... He's got a very deep voice, and he's super skinny, and he's just got like these these eyes that kind of stare yeah. into your soul. But I love what they did to his voice. Yeah. They kind of yeah. added a little... A little added like a deep, oh, kind of like draconic so cool. cool thing. And yeah, I love really, his little assistant yes, woman. I do too. You know? mm-hmm. But so far, so good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, honestly, I'm, all I'm, in. I'm very confused. But, <laughs> you know, that's typical of me. I can still enjoy a show and be confused. Yeah. So that's good. Yes. But yeah, I'm. It's exciting. Yeah, I'm. I'm super but in. You and know what I kind of do and don't like? I don't know, but like they've dropped every episode. 
Yeah. It is. Well, that's just how Netflix is, though. Did they do that? Netflix all the- does that. Yeah. You know, Disney Plus and I think Amazon don't. Yeah. So it just and depends. Hulu. Well, because like on doesn't. Amazon with um, the Vox Machina show, they did three at a time, remember? <gasps> Yes, so, and I love that. But it just gives me something to look forward yes, to now. Yeah, like yeah. the next two that I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Um, my, I had two of my favorite little shows get renewed. Um, the Reservation Dogs is on Hulu in season two, and the first episode came out Thursday, and I think they did drop two. Y'all, you know, this, this takes place in Oklahoma. Yep. And it takes place on a um, an, a reservation, mm-hmm. and it's about these kids that grow up on this reservation in Oklahoma. And it's so funny because, like, the last episode of season one, a tornado hit the town, <laughs> you know, and that's wow. so typical. That's funny. We have tornadoes. Yeah. But it's so cool for me to watch it because, you know, I'm sure a lot of you are aware of our OU football and OSU and their big rivals. Those are our big colleges. And every single episode, somebody's wearing a ratty tat tat OU shirt or or hat or OSU. The last, the first episode of season two, one of the moms had on a Thunder T-shirt. Wow. You know, that's our, okay. That's our cool. Basketball. Yeah. So it's it's just kind of cool to see that. So and the kids are fantastic. And you know whether you're a fan or not of Tahi. Kitty, Wakiti. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang it. I know I screw that up every time. Um, he is a part of this. I mean, he... He's an executive producer, yeah. right? Yeah. The first season, he wrote some of them. Oh, stuff. okay. And you, they won a bunch of Emmys. Really? Yes, oh, they I didn't did. Know that. Okay. Yeah. But it's just Native American teenagers growing up on a reservation in eastern Oklahoma. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. yeah it's That's great. hilarious. So then, what I just found out, I can't believe I didn't know this, but I remember I have talked to you guys about the outlaws, and it was just like a little group of people that met. They didn't do enough to go to prison, but they didn't broke some little laws here and there to do community service. Yeah. They, so they were all t- assigned to clean up a community building, and they all just kind of ended up helping each other and stuff. And um, who's in it? My, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken's in it, and Stephen Merchant. Yeah. He wrote some of them. He stars in it. And they're all walks of life. There's a prissy girl. There's a high school genius. Christopher Walken is like a swindler dude. And and season two came out. Oh, awesome. And so they yeah. released. So I'm going to watch that tonight. I'm so excited. I'm actually kind of surprised. But, but it's, I don't know, there's just something about it that kept me going back. So... And then I'm still I'm still doing murders in the building. I'm slowly, you know, I mean, it's, I need to, you know, the first, seems like the first season of anything is kind of slow. Oh, you know, yeah. Like The Office, you know, you, if you can get through season one of The Office or you can get through all yeah. of it, Speedy Gonzalez. So, but I'm getting through murders of the building. But I noticed when I was digging around, I noticed, I think it's Prime that has justified and i absolutely love timothy olfant don't know why 
except he was in I Am Number Four. Well, I don't he's know like, where he's I fell like Carl in love Urban. with him. You know, he's just rugged, yeah. just a guy that can fill any role. Yeah, I don't know what it is. So I'm going to start watching Justified. I think when it was coming out, I had a house full of middle schoolers, maybe, or high schoolers. It was on FX. So I remember when it was, came out on was FX. was not watching TV. She was busy watching her kids, keeping them out of trouble. <laughs> so yeah. I am going to revisit that. And then um, what's uh, what's on my radar next? I'm going to do um, a friend of mine I work with, Sue, suggested I watch Trainwreck. It's the Woodstock 99. It's on um, Netflix. And Mitch, and what, do you have anything on your radar? Um, there's the I Am Little Groot series coming out <gasps> on oh, the 10th, which I'm Groot. looking forward to. Yeah, that'll be cute and fun. Oh, yeah, that'll be, How yeah. can you not watch and that? And, of course, they released a official trailer for Andor and oh pushed it back, God. of course. They're going to give us three episodes. It's but at they, the end of the month, though. No, they push it back to September 21st. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, they push it back they another month. They've given us three episodes that first day. I don't know why. But, yeah, it looks good. It looks oh, super... So it's not coming out on August 31st. No, it is not. It is coming out on September 21st. Oh, damn it. Yeah. All so right, it'll well. be super rugged, awesome. But we're getting 12 episodes total, three the first day, and then every Wednesday after that. Okay. So, I am... That trailer looked amazing. Yes. And yes. That, I love Rogue One. Yes. I it's going to be... It. It's going to be so good. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to and it. And it probably just... The last episode probably walks right into Rogue One movie. Probably. Sure. Yeah. 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 And then I'm going to start Peaky Blinders here pretty soon because I think they're all Hadn't done with everything. Have you started it though? I watched the first two seasons... And then they weren't. They were filming season three, so I just okay. I got behind. Yeah. So I, I missed all the Tom Hardy yeah. stuff, and now they're all done with six. Yeah. So now I can just go through and like binge it you all. You know, since I watched, and this is embarrassing to say, but you know, you just can't do it all, kids. But you know, I've I've only watched a few episodes of Breaking Bad. Yeah. You know, and but since I watched that movie, Nobody with. Yeah, the Bob better, the Better Call Saul yeah. guy. Now I kind of want to watch Better Call Saul, and you know I've the heard, two dudes from Breaking Bad are going to be on his season finale. Yes, which I've heard is Better Call Saul up. takes place before Breaking Bad. Okay, and yeah. he's in Breaking Bad. Yes, he yeah. is in Breaking okay. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Well, yeah, it's, we, Breaking Bad is supposedly one of the best TV shows of all time. Well, everyone, that's so. arguably. I mean, The sure. Wire. Yeah, yeah, The Wire too. So, but so, yeah, I mean, Killian Murphy. In Peaky Blinders, speaking of him, we saw a new poster uh, for Oppenheimer, and it looks Well, and a little phenomenal. teeny tiny teaser. Oh. You're right. We didn't really have any trailer talk, but there was a teeny tiny teaser. Okay. But it, remember I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah, I do, really, I do, I do, I do. It was just kind of him walking through fire. Yeah, which was awesome, <laughs> but... I mean, I, I'm all in on Killian Murphy. I love him. I he know. is fantastic. Well, so. that cast is just... Oh, the cast is unbeatable. Undeniable. So, yeah, yeah. It'll be great. Okay, so here's our take. Yep. Um, I am going to talk about a few movies, and then we got our big one, which is Bullet Train. Whoop, whoop. And we're going to, you know, we save the best for last. So, um... And I am going to pretend you guys aren't here, and I'm going to tell Mitchum about one of the movies I went and saw that I can't quit thinking about. Oh, boy. So, but the first one I watched was, um, I don't know, I'm kind of embarrassed to say, but it was called Persuasion, and it was on Netflix, um, and I'm not, it's Dakota Fanning was in it, and, uh, you know, it was a... Um, 
Well, let me just put it this way. If you have seen Pride and Prejudice, there's really no reason for you to watch this. <laughs> because it's exactly... Just go watch Pride and Prejudice, exactly. basically. Exactly. Yeah. And I have that right here on my notes. I'm like, skip this. Just skip this. Yeah. And just please go watch Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. And even if you've seen Pride and Prejudice a hundred times, like I have then still go watch Pride and Prejudice. That's how much better. It was just so weird to me that this is was took place in like the 1800s and Dakota Fanning was breaking the fourth wall the whole movie. She would turn and look right at me and tell me what was going on. And I'm just like... Girl. That's kind of different, I guess. Yeah, a it little was. Bit. It, I didn't hate it. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it. And it was just... And it was a love story. It was kind of triangle, you know. Uh, and, yeah. and there was one moment you just really didn't know how it was going to end. Okay. And you're thinking, how is it going to end well for her? And it does. So it was kind of... I didn't hate it. I didn't. Yeah. But it's just the fact that Pride and Prejudice yeah. is my one of my... There's Better choices out there. And you just can't, it just, I mean, it was just, there was a breakfast scene that, and there was the family sitting on the couch. There was the cliff scene, the ending, every, all those scenes. I just kept thinking Pride and Prejudice did it better. Pride and Prejudice did it better, you know. So anyway, so that's my take. Um, um, And then I watched, oh, okay. Here's the deal. So I went to see Nope. Okay. Now give me a minute because y'all, I, I wrote all these notes on Nope. And really what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you guys about this movie and it's going to be some spoilers and because it's been out two or three weeks. Yeah, right? it has. It's so been out for a while. Seriously, if you guys haven't seen it, I'm sorry. You can turn this off now. But, you know, personally, I love listening to podcasts, you know, and, and then going to see a movie that I'm not sure about because sure. it kind of softens the blow. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, this, this is one of the Jordan Peels. It is not a horror movie. Let me preface that. It isn't horror. It's more of a mystery. It's more sci-fi. It's Steven Spielberg-ish. Um, but I didn't see any horror in it. It was, there was a couple of jump scares, but there's absolutely no horror. But the um and it was I love Kiki Palmer I love Stephen Yen oh I from, forgot he was in it yeah, yeah he's for amazing Dead. in mm-hmm. it and then there's Daniel um Kil- K- um Kaluuya Kalu yeah Kal- yeah from Uya. Black Panther yeah. And, yeah he's amazing but you know he just he was so stoic in it I mean he was just like a he was just so stoic no personality just. During the whole movie, I mean, he didn't give me much. And maybe it's because the sister, which was Kiki Palmer, was just so out there. Yeah. But he was just, he didn't give me much. Okay. But let me just tell you about this story. And I'm going to try to make it fast, even though I have like five pages of notes on it. So this movie starts out, and I'm telling this to Mitchum, and you guys go along for the ride. So Mitchum, this movie starts out with this it's like a sitcom and it's and they're filming this sitcom like back in the 70s and it's a mom and dad and a kid and his sister and it's called Gordy's Home and they have a pet chimpanzee this house does it's they have a pet chimpanzee sure. that's the nature of the sitcom okay so this particular live filming 
it was Gordy's, the chimpanzee's birthday. And so, and of course, he was a trained chimp, you know, and stuff. And he was just part of their family. And the daughter gave him this big old gift, you know. And, and so, he, they go to open it for him. And all these balloons come out. And they're just beautiful balloons. Well, all of a sudden, one comes down and it pops. And all of a sudden, this chimpanzee just goes bat shit crazy and murders the mom and dad, the actors that play the parents. And then, it, and we don't know this till later, but it mauled the actor who played the sister. And then the little boy goes and hides under the, on the set, uh-huh. he hides under a table. And, and the, he is, this monkey is just beating. And you don't see it. Okay. okay. Yeah, you, yeah. you see him beating, but uh-huh. the woman is behind a couch and there's blood flying everywhere. Wow. Well, the mo- monkey, the little boy who lives, is under a table and he goes over and through the tablecloth, they're looking at each other through a tablecloth. That's a big part of it. Okay. And they do a fist bump because that's like the thing on the show is Gordy fist bumps everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and then they shoot him and brains go everywhere. So that's the prequel. That's the opening scene to this movie. And you're just like going, what did I just see? Hmm. Okay, so then the movie starts, all right? And it goes directly to Daniel Kalugla on this farm, this racehorse farm. And his dad owns it and has given it to him and his sister. And she's kind of aloof. She's like in L.A. and stuff. Well, and they train horses to be in movies, yeah. Hollywood movies. And Dan, the actor, is just sitting there talking to his dad. And all of a sudden, this wind comes up. And this stuff starts coming down from the sky and just hits the dad. And he falls off the horse and, long story short, dies. What happened is they show an x-ray of his brain. He had a quarter lodged in his head. Okay, so that's a red flag. And you're like, what the hell is going on? And he dies. Okay. Okay? So meanwhile, down the road, and you can see it from their property in the valley, there's Stephen Yen. Yeah. Is actually the little boy that was under the table that lived through the sitcom. Oh, wow. So now he's all grown up. Yeah. Okay. So he has like this carnival thing going on where he invites these people like, every other friday to come to his place and and you know and he has like a thing going on and i'll let you know in a minute what that is so he's been buying the horses uh, yeah. you know yeah. and daniel meets with him and says hey i want to buy him back and steven's like uh okay well you find out there's this cloud up in the sky that doesn't move and occasionally it'll move well what's happening steven yen is there is like an alien ship, but it's not a ship. It's an alien, but it's a shape of a ship. And it hides up in these clouds, and it's waiting for Stephen Yen to do his every other Friday night show. And he brings a horse out, which he bought up the road from Dan. And and the ship comes down and sucks up that horse. And Stephen Yen is thinking he can train this alien you know, okay. because of the monkey yeah, that yeah, he, yeah. It, it, it's insane. Okay. And I mean, it. so, and it just kind of goes on from there. And, 
and you know and they have like one horse left and it's called lucky and they and the sister went down and stole something from steven yen because they're trying to film this alien being to so they can sell it and be on oprah you know so she stole this metal horse from steven yen's farm to bait the alien and so he sucked it up and got pissed because he can't that steel horse doesn't go he needs humans oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so he comes down wrath of and just goes down to steven's show and sucks up all those people and spits them all out on their house up the road and the horse it is crazy so they get someone in a professional photographer guy to try to film it they did get it on film. It is crazy. It and it and even that scene where it's like all he, over the place. Yeah, where he spits out stuff. You know, it's it wasn't even gore. I mean, it was raining that night, so it did look like blood was coming down off their house. But yeah. it wasn't like there were bones there. It sure. just wasn't gory, really. Okay. I mean, you know, the boys is. But well, you're just, desensitized. But so. I'm exactly. But uh, you know, the the moral is a sacrifice goes into the spectacle this show is all about a spectacle sure you know where you put these animals you can't ever trust these animals it was just all about i mean there were several things but there's always a sacrifice when you're gonna put something up for spectacle yeah yeah yeah, it's just like that gordy you know how that yeah. It's just so crazy how that's how that movie, and it kept referring back to it. It was haunting Stephen Yen. Oh, of course, yeah. It was haunting yeah. him. So his whole goal in life is he knew about that alien, and that alien hung around that valley waiting every Friday night. Stephen Yen was putting a horse out there as a spectacle yeah. for him to come and get, and no one could do cameras. You couldn't film it, but he'd be like, are you ready for your life to change? You're going to see something you've never seen before. And he was trying to train it. And by the sister stealing something and giving him something yeah. non-organic, it pissed him off. Yeah. And, I mean, it, it was just, it was absolutely, and I just can't quit thinking about it. Hmm. I highly recommend it. And I honestly, now that I've kind of figured it out and studied it, I kind of now want to go back and see it again. But another movie that I love that's up there for me, and I just watched it the other morning. If you have Hulu, watch. This one was more shocking than, I think, Nope, honestly. Really? Yeah. Watch Prey. This was not on my radar. I don't know. I I know. because so many of you praised it in such a short period of time. And I even had a couple of buddies in my say, hey, are you going to watch Prey? I'm like, no. She was bugging me to watch it like all weekend. Like, yeah, I was Yeah, it was shocked. not on my radar. But I'm telling you, the first few minutes of this film, this girl, her name's Amber Midthunder, and she is absolutely gorgeous. She plays the little Native American girl, and she would she don't want to be out gathering you know, fruits and vegetables. She wants to be hunting, and Mm -hmm. she is. She's an excellent hunter. And it just, she was absolutely, she made that movie for me. She was magnificent. But it's an origin story to those predators, those horror predators. And it takes place 300 years ago, um, Comanche Nation, and it's about Nauru. She's a young, skilled, trained nurse. but, um, But she goes out and hunts down this predator and it's the fight scenes are amazing i 
thoroughly enjoyed it. It's an hour and 39 minutes, so it's a quick watch. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it just... It, it, I loved it. It was beautiful. The cinematography, the landscaping, it kind of gave me thoughts of hostiles. You know, it was just, it, and let me tell you, a uh, little trivia. This is the first Hollywood casting of an all Native American cast. Wow, that's and pretty I impressive. Did, and, you know, and that's, I didn't know a single one of them. And I'm yeah. usually attracted to movies by people that aren't like all i'm probably going to go see that stupid movie beast just because idris elba is in it i'll see a bad movie if i love the actor but this one i knew nobody and i just would highly if you have hulu you gotta watch it there's no ands ifs or buts so and mitchum he don't have hulu nope 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 not not a fan go see nope (laughs) Okay, right, so, so you, you get off last, on... The last movie that we saw, we went to go see Bullet Train that we've been woo, talking woo. about for... Let me... No, no, no. Gosh. We... I looked this up. Yep. We first told you guys, we weren't calling it The Five back then, but we first told you in November of 2020, it was on episode 28. Wow. And we talked... We told you guys about this movie called Bullet Train... The only people were attached was Brad, Zazie Beetz, and Lady Gaga. She was attached oh, to it. Oh, yeah, I but remember that. Sandra Bullock, Lady Gaga had a scheduling conflict, yeah. so Sandra Bullock took her yes. part. Yeah, so. which was I think worked out better. But yeah, uh, this movie was, man, if, if Deadpool and Assassin movie had a baby, like this is what it would be. Yeah. Like it was very Deadpool-ish because it was the same director. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Deadpool it was. Um, yeah, that's uh, um, David Lecce. 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 Yes. Lecce yeah. He who was started Brad off Pitt's stunt double. Yeah. He started off as Brad Pitt's stunt double, and then he's been he In co-directed Ocean's Eleven, Troy, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yep. He, yeah. So they've yep. been. So they've been buddies for a long yeah. time, and uh, this movie was crazy. It was a tad long, in my opinion. The middle kind of was dull. It was two hours and six minutes. It could have been an hour 45, I think, is kind of what we decided on. Yeah. The yeah. middle was a little dull, but the ending was really good, and the beginning was very good. Yeah. And I liked the way it ended. It came full. I love it when movies come full circle. And it very much and did. And it very much did, because in the beginning, they just throw you all these characters, and you're like, what the hell's going on? But you did know their But you, you got their, it was all a bunch of different story. backstories. You're yeah. like, how is this all going to work out? But of course it did. Yeah. And it's just a crazy fun ride on a it bullet train. It was a blast. Yeah. It was a blast. I mean, you know, it, these five assassins aboard this fast moving bullet train and they're all after one thing. Yeah. And you learn their background and it, you know, the opening scene you're like, what is this? Am I in the right movie theater? What is happening here? Yeah. And then the onion, you just start to unpeel yes, that. That's a great onion. way. It's a yeah. And and I love those kind of yes, movies. Yes, I do too. And then you have Brad who was kind of a little slacker, you know, he was kind of taking a break and was yeah. into Zen and yeah. just didn't He was ca- almost in every scene. He didn't and- carry a weapon really. And it was just so I love him in it yeah it was very kept me going even during the little 20 30 minutes in the middle that was a little slow if if brad was in it but you know what mitchum you know tangerine and lemon they need a prequel 
Oh, for that's sure. all everyone's talking about. Oh, yeah, that'd be which great. Which is Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry yeah. were like brothers. Yeah. And they really were. From another mother. From another mother. <laughs> and they were absolutely, they pretty... They were they the kind of sold the show. Soul. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, it was pretty good. They were yeah. Eric so Taylor Johnson cute. was. They had very good banter with each other, and Eric Taylor Johnson and Brad Pitt's banter was really good. Yeah, Eric um, yeah, Taylor Johnson was very good. Like yeah. I enjoyed his character oh, I a lot. Loved him. Um, I'm telling you, if you guys have seen Smoking Aces, oh, it's extremely yeah. yes. similar. Yeah. I don't think it was as gory. I mean, Smoking Aces was very gory. This is Deadpool. I mean, this one is gory. pretty. It's yeah, pretty, it's pretty Deadpool. Um, yeah, and I, I have some trivia. Okay. Okay. So. Um, you know, as we mentioned, you know, Brad is good friends with the director because he's a stump double. And, um, and you know, Brad made his little cameo in Deadpool 2 and with Zaza Beats, who is also in this. But Brad Pitt did 95% of his, all of his own stunts in this movie, which weren't a ton, but, you know... He did some stuff. So, and then Sandra Bullock, as I mentioned, replaced Lady Gaga. It's based on a Japanese novel. Yes, that's yep. right. Mm -hmm. And then um, <clears throat> the bullet train was done first and then the Lost City. So that's kind of how Sandra got involved. And then there's oh. a couple of cameos that just will blow your okay. mind. Okay. And we're not going to give out those cameos. That makes cameos. a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. So stay there's two cameos yes and they you will just die yeah so please stay for those and then stay after a smidge you know like during the, the it's not like a marvel no but i mean no, no, just no, no. don't get up and it's go. not a mid-credit but there's a little something but so. you know what y'all it it was just a blast uh, it was just fun. It was just pure entertainment. I giggled the whole time. I love Brad Pitt. Yeah, it was a smidge slow in the middle, but it was just telling the story. Yeah. It was just had to tell the story yeah. and how it was going to come to the end. So, and what Mitchum and I, Logan... Logan um, Lerman. Lerman was yeah, he, he was, a, was didn't even recognize him. Recognizable. Yeah, totally didn't recognize him. So he him. plays the young kid that Tangerine and Lemon are kind of protecting protecting yeah and i i didn't even recognize him yeah. and i love him and michael shannon was great yeah too. michael shannon came in at the there's end there's a lot of so, good people that just yeah. kind of and then great cameos and just a great cast yeah so we really we really enjoyed it yes it was, very it much. was a fun movie go yep. see it all right, guys, it's time on Pops for Goblin. We have two fantastic questions. Continuing to get caught up on all the fantastic questions you guys have been asking us lately. Um, we have one from HEB underscore 2367, and he wants to know, what is our comfort movie or movies? Something you can just slap on, not really pay attention to, just kind of put you in a mood, relaxing. You can have on the background while you're doing stuff, you know. Yeah. What do, what do you... Well, I think I know a couple of years, but go yeah, ahead and list them off. I mean, you off. know, they're, you know, Silver Lining Playbook. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I figured that you would know, be one. I mean, um, I, lo I love listening to Jerry Maguire in yeah. the background, Pride yeah. and Prejudice. Oh, yeah. Um, and then if I need something lighthearted because I've watched something heavy, I always do We Are the Millers. Those yeah, are my, for just, sure. you know, yeah, easy going. going. I think uh, mine would have to be... I mean, the first one that kind of comes to my mind is Legend, Legend of Bagger Vance. Oh, I just love. Oh my god! I just love. I kind of get sucked into that movie every time it comes on. 
I love Matt Damon, Will Smith, and everything. It's great. I and mean, it's Gladiator. Beautiful to watch. Yes, it Legend is. of Bagger Band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then Gladiator kind of fits into this category as well because I can just. Gladiator I mean, I can this category every category Gladiator fits into just every because it's, single one. It's so good. Yeah. So, um, and then when's another, the last time you watched it? I tried to watch it on the plane. Uh, when we went to Italy, yeah, but I got about halfway through it and I was like, "This is I can't do this right now." So I haven't yeah. watched it in a while. I need to pop it in. Yep. Um, another thing, my wife and I like to watch on just like lazy Sunday afternoon is the Great British Baking Show. Really? We love watching that yeah. show together. We get so like into yeah. the bakers and everything, and it's so like you can miss a few episodes and right. still kind of know what's going on. Yeah. And Paul the, Hollywood. Oh, I, I know. And my Prue. future husband. Yeah. yeah. There's so much. And all the British people, they're just so nice. Yeah. And their accent. It's, yeah. yeah. It's just so fun. I literally burnt myself out. I mean, well, You can do that. Yeah. I watched We're it. kind of on it's a big kick right now. Yeah. And so once we get through and so the they most back recent episode. New? Is it back new? No. We're still getting caught up. Oh, okay. And then I think we're going to go to the Holly, the holiday ones yes but yes, i don't yes. know how far we're gonna get to that because and they we bring might get back out. people they bring back people that we like and so. they're not necessarily winners you know no, they're so, not they're yeah. not winners yeah, yeah well and i would even follow some of them on instagram still oh, yeah. to this day so yeah that's a that's the perfect comfort show oh right it's a there. great lazy sunday afternoon yes. show it's yeah, perfect mindless okay Love and then it. we have a question from lauren that was asked a long time ago so sorry lauren we're finally getting to it but it's halfway through 2022 she says and she wants to know what our top films of the year are. Well, it's a little bit more well, than halfway through the year. Well, I'm, what's yours? I mean, I everyone knows what mine is. I well, mean, I mean, I, I think I said it earlier. It's the movie of the year, yeah, which is Gun. Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. So I went back and counted. I've seen over 40 movies that are, I mean, I've seen twice as many, but they're not new, new ones. New 2022. You know, yeah. I mean, but the 2022 ones I've counted, I've seen over 40. And so, you know, so, of course, I wrote all my notes. So, Top Gun's number one. And I taught there's no way Top Gun will not be in my top ten list of all time. I mean, right now, how I feel about it. It's not going to beat Dune, but it's up there. It's so good. It's so so good. good. Okay, so the Batman's still up there. Out of over 40 movies, I still like the Batman. Northman is still up there for me. I agree, 100% agree with that. Y'all, this is in no order. It just gave me a migraine to put these in order. (laughs) So all I know is Top Gun is number one. And then um, Elvis. Yep, I'll agree with that. Thor's up there. Yep. The Gray Man. I really enjoyed The Gray Man. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Nope is up there. Okay. It just, it's a thinker. I mean, sure. I, I can't. Well, I remember when you told me about it, you compared it to Annihilation. And it's yes, one of those movies that we just can't it, did, stop thinking about. It. I've seen, yeah, I've okay, seen Annihilation. Annihilation was horror. It had some, remember yeah. those girls turned into yeah. things, and the alligator, horror. Yeah. But Nope is not. I'm telling you, I'm trying to get him to watch Nope, y'all. Um, bullet Train's up there, and you know what else? That movie, Prey. Man, that's so crazy. That's shocking. Yeah. Okay, so it's my turn to do my favorite segment, which is my Instagram shout-outs. And this episode, I would like to give a shout-out to my buddy Liz. And Liz also is a listener, and I so appreciate that. But I need you guys to follow pop.com 
goes the movie. She's my little Funko Pop girl, and she has changed her format. And I'm so excited because she would always tell me, because we talk behind the scenes, and she'd say, well, my husband fell asleep 10 minutes in, or my husband fell asleep. It didn't take him 30 minutes, and then he fell. So she has actually included her uh, husband's sleep rating scale. So that's hilarious. Yeah, isn't that cute? That so, is I mean, so, so funny. She's changed her whole Instagram profile, and that's one of her rating systems, and I love it. Another, now this is just to mention a few, you guys, but another buddy of mine that I talk to often, and he reaches out for me and says, Hey, can you give me a hand here? And it's M22 Movies. Remember, he's the one. Welcome, sit back, and enjoy the best movie fa facts, reviews, and news. I love his page, and yes, I will always help you out just remind me because a lot I'm not on there every day but he's got a great page and I really you all need to follow his page and then someone else that I've kind of always followed always enjoyed and recently we kind of talked behind the scenes is like love hate reviews and he's spot on with my taste I really what he says you know I, I think he was the one that got me to watch pray because he gave it high marks. And I'm like, and when he likes stuff, I usually do too. So I'll tag all them as my um, episode 65 shout outs. My new Instagram page that I just got onto. And he has a podcast. And it's called Lights Camera Rant. He's got a wonderful logo. A great podcast. And let me tell you kids, he's from Australia. And he is nice to listen to. I love his accent. I don't know if he realizes that to us little Americans here. But follow him. Listen to his podcast. Um, like the first one I listened to, his episode 58. He did a collab with Tickets for Two. And they have a podcast. And then later on, they vice versa. And he was on their show. And they were on his show. And... And I just love hearing my favorite part when they were discussing are all the crappy movies. And they pooped all over World Dominion. Pooped all over it. Oh, I forgot about that oh, movie. Oh, yeah, everybody is. Totally forgot And I that. loved hearing them pooping on movies. It was, and I agreed with them. So um, another one is Nerd Dose Podcast. They're great, too. Um, get your daily dose of nerd content with them. And then I am not going this show without mentioning, and you guys know we're buddies, is the Cult Popcast because I am going to talk about this again until I'm blue in the face. Episode 177, they did a Stranger's Things Season 4 episode. They had the guy that created the artwork, that literally did that artwork that Eddie Munson wore what was it? The Hellfire, the Hellfire. He did that. And Stephen has him on, episode 177, and, and he's sitting there talking that he's friends with a wardrobe lady. Yeah. And she reached out to him, and he did it and took it to the Duffer Brothers, and they're like, no, it's too mature. I mean, these, this is a high school kid that came up with this logo. So they took it back, and this guy who Stephen knows just kind of had to dig back in his roots of being a little high schooler and doodling, and he just talks about how he came up with that logo on the team. It was so interesting. That's pretty cool. That's and awesome. If you listen to any podcast about 
Stranger Things, this is the one, you know. And, of course, since then, Stephen M. Gabe on the cult pot, they've done The Boys. They're Miss Marvel. They just came out with that. So I highly recommend listening to those guys. They're my favorites. They're my buddies. I just, but I beg you to listen to one episode, 177, Stranger Things. Yep. All right. So that's that's it for this little, yeah. short, little short, sweet show. Was it short and sweet? Well, maybe a little bit longer, okay. but that's okay. Well, at least we didn't so, get into the hour, right? <laughs> yeah. We'll be back sometime in September. There's not a whole lot coming Gosh. out, but here's a little sneak peek for you guys. I mean, we got Secret Headquarters, Beast, 3,000 Years of Longing, House of Dragons on HBO Max, the Wexham AFC Underdog ooh, Story. Ooh, I'm so excited. Uh, the Patient. And then, we of course. told you about The Patient last episode. Yes. And, of course, Star Wars Andor well, coming out. Well, but so. I screwed up on that because. That's true. I it's not coming out until September. they were coming out in freaking August. Yeah. So, scratch Andor. Yeah. So, yeah, y'all. I'm just very disappointed. Everything got moved. I mean, our next movie we're look, we are looking at is. Is don't worry, darling. I'll yep. probably go see Beast. I'll probably go see Three Thousand Years of Longing. Yeah, it's the month of Idris Elba. Just so. because I love Idris. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I time perfect time for you guys to get caught up on all of our other shows, and perfect time for Allie and I to get caught up on all these other TV shows that we've been talking yeah. about and everything. So. Yeah. And we'll come back with uh, all the new stuff and all the hot news and, and we'll all the hot keep takes. Keep all posted. Go to the movies.